Welcome to B2B Writing Success, the podcast on building a thriving business as a business-to-business writer or copywriter. B2B Writing Success is brought to you by American Writers and Artists, Inc. Now here's your host, copywriting expert and business coach, Steve Slonwhite. Hi, everyone. I hope you had a great week with your copywriting business. I had a great week with my copywriting business. I did something a little unusual, something I don't do that often, and that is I was at a company uh, for a couple of days doing copywriting workshops and training for their staff. Now, like you, um, I specialize in helping companies with their marketing copy, and usually that involves me writing copy for them. But sometimes, occasionally, it involves me going in and and helping their team to do it themselves through some training and, and coaching and workshops. And I had a great time this week doing that for one of my clients, a lot of fun. One of the things that came up in that workshop was really interesting, is as part of the workshop, the group had to uh, come together in groups of two or three and come up with a concept for an ad, for a print advertisement. And there was about 20 easels and each group worked on one of these easels coming up with, you know, ideas for, for ads. And then my job was to actually choose the best one, the one that I thought was the winner, and then, then that group got a prize. It was a really tough decision for me to make. I, you know, during the break, I, I looked at each ad, and the one that caught my eye, well, let me back up. Most of the ads followed a lot of what we teach at AWAI about B2B copywriting. The, the writing formula, you know, starting with the prospect, focusing on benefits, having a strong call to action, all those uh, techniques, all that structure, most of the ads followed that structure well. But the ad that I picked was the ad that frankly followed those rules but was the most creative its creativity just jumped off the page. And I could see how that particular ad would, would be a winner, you know, once it's completed. So I picked that ad, the ad that was the most creative. So, so everything being equal, you know, people following the persuasive structure, the copy's well-written, the headline is motivating and benefit-focused, all the stuff that we're taught as B2B copywriters, all things being equal, it's really the ad, or by extension, any marketing piece that's the most creative, that's most likely to be a winner. And this is especially true with ads, with emails, with flyers, with the type of marketing materials that needs to make an impact, that needs to get attention and make an impact. So that's what I want to talk to you about is how to boost your creativity so you can be more creative when you're, when you're coming up with concepts and ideas for marketing copy and when you're actually writing the marketing copy itself. Now, I actually hesitated doing, a top, uh, doing this topic as a podcast. And the reason I did was, frankly, creativity is difficult to teach. It's a bit of a mystery how creativity happens, how good ideas happen. They seem to just come out of thin air sometimes, don't they? So I was hesitant to teach it. I'm, I'm not an expert on creativity, although I think I'm fairly creative when it comes to, uh, you know, developing marketing materials for my clients. So what I want to do in this podcast is to give you some ideas that work for me, 
to share ideas that work for me that might work for you. Like I said, I'm not, a, I'm not an expert on creativity. There has been entire books on how to boost your creativity written, some of them very, very good. But I'm going to give you what works for me. And if you can use some of these tips, perhaps they'll work for you as well. Because like I said, all things being equal, it's the marketing piece that's the most creative that tends to be the winner. So let me give these ideas. There are four ideas in total. Idea number one for boosting your creativity. Don't judge your ideas too early. Don't judge your ideas too early. Here's what happens. You know, you sit down, you start coming up with ideas, and immediately you start to judge some of these ideas. Uh, you, you know, you come up with two or three ideas, and then there's a part of your brain that says, no, that's too crazy. No, the client will never go for that. No, that's just too weird for, for B2B. You know, we, we start shutting down ideas right away. And there's actually a psychology to this. You know, um, there's a different part of your brain that comes up with ideas. And then there's another part of your brain that's more logical that immediately analyzes ideas and tries to shut down the ideas that are dumb or stupid. <laughs> okay? So you have the, the right side of your brain that's traditionally the most creative that's coming up with all these great ideas. And then you have the left side of your brain that's really logical, wanting to shut these ideas down before you do something stupid, <laughs> okay? It's just the way the brain works. You know, if you have this great idea for jumping off a cliff, you want that logical part of your brain to have the power to shut down that idea and say, nope, that's a crazy idea, don't do that. In fact, if you have, you know, there's a, there's a psychosis, a, a psychological problem you can get called flight of ideas, where you get a lot of crazy ideas and great ideas, but the logical part of your brain isn't an analyzing them and shutting them down. So um, it's actually a psychosis if you have too many ideas. Um, so there's that two, part, two parts of your brain that are working kind of against each other. The right brain, which is developing all these great ideas, and the left side of your brain that's more logical, that's immediately judging these ideas and wanting to shut down the ideas that it thinks are stupid or no good. Now, here's the thing. When, you want, when you're developing ideas, you want to quiet or shut down that, that left side of your brain that is trying to, you know, judge your ideas. There's a time later on in the process where you need to sit down and judge your ideas. But first, you need to give yourself the freedom to have a lot of ideas, no matter how stupid, no matter how crazy they may seem at first. So if you're brainstorming concepts for an ad, or even when you're in the midst of writing copy for something as uh, simple as a blog article, and you come up with this crazy idea or this interesting metaphor, or this, this kind of cool way to look at it, but you think it's, it's a crazy idea, don't judge it too early. Go with it. You know, consider going with it, because it may be an idea that pans out. Let me give you an example. I was working on a direct mail campaign a few months ago for a client. And, uh, you know, there was this um, concept that just came to me when I was thinking about this direct mail campaign that I thought might tie it all together. And it had to do with magicians and, and sawing women in half and, and pulling rabbits out of a hat and all these magician stuff. And at first glance, it had really nothing to do with what this company does. 
but I, I could see how it could fit in with the campaign. And immediately that part of my brain said, Steve, that, that, that's a dumb idea. The client will never go for that. But I quieted that part of the brain and I explored that idea and kind of figured out how it might work and how it might really help the direct mail campaign uh, get attention. And you know what? We ended up going with it and the campaign was extremely successful. Okay, this whole campaign uh, with the theme of magicians and magic. So sometimes an idea will, will pan out, but you have to give it time. You can't judge it too early. So don't judge your ideas too early. Have a lot of ideas. Write down a lot of ideas. Let, it, let them stew. And, and don't bring in that left side of your brain to judge it until it's time. Okay? Don't shut down your ideas too early. So that is tip number one. And I'll say one more thing about that. This is a lot more difficult to do than you might think because the natural process of our brain is to quickly analyze and evaluate ideas and shut down ideas that we think are bad. Uh, that's the natural way your brain works. So you have to kind of go against the natural way your brain works to freely come up with ideas without judging them too early. So it's more difficult than you might think. It takes practice. So that's tip number one. Tip number two, record your ideas quickly. I'm sure you've heard this tip before. Record your ideas quickly. Because when a great idea comes to you and you don't record it, it goes away really, really fast. Trust me, I've made that mistake many times. Many times I'm writing copy and I'm working on the opening section, and then suddenly an idea will come to me for the closing section, a line of copy or some other idea that I think is great, and I think I'll remember it when I get there to the copy. 15, 20 minutes later, I'm writing the, the, that part of the copy, and I've forgotten that great idea or that great line that I had in my head. It happens many times. So you want to record your ideas. Here's how I do it, is I always have a a pad of paper and a pencil next to me while I'm writing copy. Now, I write copy on a laptop computer, but I'll have a pad of paper next to me. And if some idea, uh, uh, if I get some great idea for the copy I'm writing that I can't use right away, that I can't write right away because I'm in a different part of the piece as I'm writing, then I will quickly jot down that idea on, on, that, on my piece of paper. I'll just pick up the pencil, jot it down quickly, put down the pencil, get back to work. Now the idea is captured, okay? And when it's captured, then, you know, I, I got it. I won't forget it, okay? Because ideas are so fleeting. Uh, your, your brain doesn't really absorb ideas in memory very well. It, 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 they kind of bounce off the surface. You either, you either go with the idea or, or it's gone. So you really need to record your ideas quickly. So I use that pad of paper, that's one technique. Another technique I use for uh, ideas, especially when it comes to brainstorming, is Evernote. Evernote is an online app that is designed to capture ideas. And I have an Evernote uh, app on my, my uh, laptop computer. It's also on my iPhone and on my iPad. So, and it allows you to make, um, uh, capture ideas in many different ways. You can type it in, you can take a, a screenshot, you could even record, although I don't use the recording feature, but uh, you can capture ideas instantly 
on your iPhone or mobile device and, and, and tablet or, and, and laptop, and it all syncs together, okay? So your ideas are captured very, very quickly, and it organizes it as well. So if you had an idea last Tuesday, you can look up last Tuesday on Evernote, and you can find it. It's easy to find your ideas as well. So it organizes it in a very intuitive, easy-to-find way. So I like the Evernote app. But there are other apps out there, you know, you might want to, you know, if you might have some other apps where you record ideas, there's dozens of them out there. I'm not necessarily endorsing Evernote, it's just a very popular app and it's the one that I use. Another um, way to capture ideas, and it's particularly important for me, and that is the recording feature on my iPhone. Most handheld mobile devices, whether you have a Galaxy or an iPhone or any other kind of phone, has, a, has an option there where you can record a voice message to yourself. I use that option all the time because here's what happens. I get a lot of ideas when I'm taking a walk, when I'm at the gym, when I'm driving my car, you know, when I'm out of the office and, it's, and I don't have a convenient way to record the, uh, the idea. I don't have a pad of paper with me. I'm not carrying my laptop with me. And that's when a great idea comes. It's inconvenient, but that's when some good ideas come. So when I get uh, an idea like that, I'll record it into my iPhone. Remember, if you think that you'll, if you think you're going to keep that in your memory until you get home or back to your office, you'll probably forget it. Okay, because like I said, ideas are fleeting. Your brain doesn't um, uh, put ideas in the short-term memory this, the same way it does with other types of memories. So. You need to record the idea. So I, I use the record button. I do a quick voice recording. If I'm out in public, a little tip so you're not so embarrassed is I'll push the record button. Then I'll pretend I'm talking to someone <laughs> on my iPhone when actually I'm recording a message to myself. Uh, I just put the, the iPhone up to my ear and I'm, I'm talking away. It looks like I'm talking on the phone. I don't know why that is. I find re- doing a voice recording that looks like I'm doing a voice recording is a little bit embarrassing, but... So I pretend I'm talking into the phone. But that idea can really work well. So that's number three. Record your ideas quickly. Number four, try mind mapping. Now, you've probably heard of mind mapping. If you want to learn more about what mind mapping is and the technique, just Google mind mapping, and you'll find lots of websites, and there's software that you can use to do it. But what, what it, well, it, the way it basically works is this is let's say you're coming up with a con- you're trying to come up with a concept for an ad. Your client wants you to write an ad and it's a free white paper. So you'll write down free white paper and then you put the topic below it and then you'll start, you know, branching off from that idea. You're doing this on a piece of paper by the way. And you'll branch off uh, you might come up with a free white paper, a PDF, easy to download, instant access. Uh, and you start coming up with ideas and benefits and even just anything that comes to your mind associated with the, uh, the, 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 the free download. And eventually, some ideas will start coming up almost magically that you can use. Let me give you an example. One time when I was, uh, years ago, when I was writing a book on copywriting, The Everything Guide to Writing Copy, I was trying to come up with a way to present the basic principles of copywriting. And they're, they're almost kind of boring, but you really got to know them, the basic principles. And I started mind mapping this idea. 
and I was, you know, uh, you know, drawing, you know, putting in metaphors and ideas and just anything that came to mind. And then suddenly I wrote down pancakes and I don't even know where that came from. And then next to pancakes, I drew a line and wrote down recipe. And then, and then I drew a line back to copyright and I said, recipe for copywriting. And I thought, wow, this is good. And then I, I wrote a whole chapter on the basic principles of, of copywriting that started off with something like, you know, like, like making pancakes, writing copy is a recipe. And if you follow the recipe, you'll have, you know, great copy. Just as you follow a recipe for pancakes, you'll have delicious pancakes. And then I organized the chapter just like it was a recipe with ingredients and instructions. And I still use that metaphor in copywriting workshops today to teach that boring uh, fundamentals of, of copywriting. So uh, mind mapping can be a great way to come up with ideas that you wouldn't have come up with if you didn't mind map. So it's worth taking a look at mind mapping. And the number four tip I'm going to give you is really just a philosophy when it comes to ideas. Be daring. Be fearless. Okay. No idea is a stupid idea. If you come up with some crazy idea, you know, that crazy idea might work. Uh, a couple years ago, I was talking to uh, the marketing director of a, uh, a dental clinic. And they had come up with an ad that had a big picture of a white banana. And the headline was something to the effect of, We Hate Yellow. <laughs> so the idea is that anything they see that's yellow, they turn white. So if you have yellow teeth, of course, they, they'll whiten your teeth. So they had this white banana. Now, I can imagine someone sitting there, drawing a picture of a banana, making it white, and then looking at that and thinking, that's a crazy idea. No one's even going to get what that means, right? It, but they're, they were fearless, and they, they went for it. And by all accounts, it was a successful ad campaign. They used that, that uh, idea in many of their ads and flyers. So sometimes what seems like a crazy idea might work. It might be worth presenting the idea to your client. Okay. So those are the four tips that I use that helps me boost creativity. And maybe that'll work for you. Number one, don't judge your ideas too early. Turn off that judgment part of your brain until later on in the process. Number two, record your ideas quickly. Anywhere you are, a great idea might, might come to you. So be prepared to have some mechanism for recording that idea or you will forget it. Number three, try mind mapping as a way to generate ideas. It's, it's just a, an interesting technique that surprisingly can work very well. I don't know why it works, but it does work well for me. And number four, be daring. No crazy idea is a bad idea. Explore every crazy idea you get because it might actually go somewhere. So those are tips for boosting your creativity. I hope you found those helpful. And would you do me a favor? If you have any topic suggestions or comments, uh, send them to me. You can reach me at steve at steveslonwhite.com. You can reach me right there. And you can also listen to this episode and past episodes of the B2B Writing Success Podcast at www.b2bwritingsuccess.com. You can also subscribe on iTunes. So that's this week's B2B Writing Success Podcast, and I will talk to you next week. Have a great week with your B2B writing or copywriting business. 
We hope you enjoyed this edition of B2B Writing Success with Steve Slonwhite. For more tips on building a thriving B2B writing business, visit www.b2bwritingsuccess.com.